North, Cal North Carolina was able to hold off Florida State in their feverish comeback attempt. However, semicolon comma, is there a likelihood that they get into the NCAA tournament? Will it matter come Saturday when they face off against Duke? Duke already has another problem here in the triangle, so they got to figure things out and get through the Tuesday matchup they have before them. We're going to talk about how the ACC regular season could potentially end, who may be the champions, and may who may get that automatic bid. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Big Leaky Black proved that he was a strong veteran in tonight's matchup against Florida State. We're going to talk through that game as well as North Carolina's chances of being in the NCAA tournament. What's up, everybody? I'm Candace Cooper, joined here by Kenton Gibbs. Super excited to have you guys once again following the show. Make sure you download, subscribe to the podcast. From anywhere you listen to podcasts, just type in Locked on ACC and you'll be good to go. We are 67 followers away from 1,000 and we can't do it without your help. So please go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Tell all your friends. Leave five stars and reviews. We love it here. Kenton, North Carolina figured out how to win on the road. Can't be mad at it, wouldn't you say? You should be the nine-win team at this point in the season. I mean, if if beating a 20-loss team at the end of the season is like a woo, we did it. I, You know, there's questions to be asked. Woo, we did it. I will take the dub however I can get it. It was definitely a must-win game for the Tar Heels, and they were able to figure it out despite the feverish attempt for Florida State to come back. They got it within four with three minutes left, and you said to yourself, is this how it really ends for North Carolina's NCAA hopes? It cannot possibly. Now, Florida State was a team that had just come back greatest comeback in ACC history. They beat Miami, a number 13 team, arguably better team than North Carolina. And you say to yourself, okay, not impossible for the Seminoles, but ultimately they weren't able to get a lot of stops towards the end of that one minute, two minute mark. And the heels certainly capitalized on things. Shout out to my boy, Leaky Black. I mean, hey, more power to them. This was a game that I think this was more of a can't lose than a must win. Because, you know, at the end of the day, this is, what, a quad four win? Like, more power to you. But, I mean, you're supposed to win this game and handily. So, if you are, a, in fact, a conference team. Uh, but I've said for quite some time now that Leaky Black is probably going to be the best pro on this team. And that's that's not hmm? Yeah, Leaky Black is probably the best pro on this team. In, the, in terms of NBA future, I don't. I mean, if you disagree, please let me know who has more of an NBA future. But I can't think of anything that um, I can't think of anything that either of the guards do particularly well enough to say like, oh, yeah, that's going to be a skill that's going to be super valuable in the league. Um, Armando Baycott is a little undersized and has no offensive bag, 10 feet and out, no face up game. I don't see. I think they're all going to Puerto Rico, but I mean, you know. That's just my personal opinion. <laughs> I, I think that Leaky Black will at least get a couple years in the league before he goes to the Australian Boomers. That's very nice of you because I he might be a two-way player at best. I mean, and you know what? I think that's better than what you get. Here's the thing. I'm not saying that I see him as a future all-star, all-NBA type guy. If he <laughs> uh -huh. did that, I would be shocked and appalled. Literally shocked. 
But with that being said, I'm looking around and I'm like, again, these are extremely talented college players. Mm-hmm. An extremely talented collection of college players. I don't think that they'll they'll uh, be much of of NBA players going forward. Well, it's nice to give them some positivity, and all they needed right now was a yeah. dub. So we're gonna give them that. Survive and advance. Please stop, Black. Please stop saying that about this team. Please. Leaky <laughs> Black Dunk represents Carolina basketball. Energy Tony, we love to see it. Survive and advance is the name of the game around here. All you got to do is get a dub, and you keep moving forward. The heels will face off against the Duke Blue Devils on Saturday. I feel as if. Winning at home will be critical. I feel even more so that because Duke struggles on the road, it'll be a problem for them. But this is Duke UNC. We all know how that goes. You throw the record books out the window. It's always going to come down to the last three buckets. And, hey, who knows? But wouldn't Duke love more than to end North Carolina season or hopes of going to NCAA tournament? I mean, yeah. I, absolutely they love to do it. The thing is this. I – People are talking about, like, this game is like a big one, and people are talking about how, you know, oh, Carolina is helping their tournament hopes. Their only hope to me is to win at least three games in the tournament. That's it. That's, that is the absolute floor. Oh, I'm sorry. That so you is, don't think that they, if they win this out the season, regular season, that that helps them get in? I mean, it helps them get in, but they're still, if they went out the regular season losing the first game, they're not getting in, period. Period. It's not happening. It's okay. not that this is not a resume that right now they have one quad one win and they have no quad one teams ahead of them. If Virginia loses again, that win drops to quad two. They this is not a tournament team at the moment. It's so funny you mentioned that, right? Because we do have to go over these Tuesday matchups and a lot of teams that we see before us are on the cusp, on the fence, or could potentially knock out fellow ACC teammates here as we look through and figure out who's going to be in the tourney. So I'm just going to sit here and say I'm excited about it. I'm a little nervous. You mentioned Virginia. Virginia is a team that's been struggling. They fell out of the top 10. They're currently number 13 team. They took Miami's spot because Lord knows they deserve to be out of the top 25 after that bad boy happening last week. But Virginia has to face off at home against Clemson, a Clemson team that, let me just be honest, Hunter Tyson, player, AC player of the week, well-deserved. But I don't know what I'm getting night in, night out. I don't know if they've started to feel the streak hotter or they're just going to slowly fade this Virginia team number six in the country you're sure won't showing it y'all are looking y'all are looking funny in the light y'all embarrassing me and my homegirls okay so I'm saying two teams that desperately need wins who we give it to I I don't know I don't know <laughs> this is it's so it is so hurtful that you really don't know the team that I think is the worst in terms of you don't know which one is going to show up in this conference is UVA yeah because and, and I say that because they're not the team that is the most often inconsistent up and down. They're not. But in terms of at their highest clip, how good are they? And at their worst, how bad are they? The the difference is, is it's economical. Yeah. It's that chasm is a world apart. When UVA is flying at their highest clip, you're looking up and like, man, Franklin scoring. Kihei Clark's doing this thing. McNeely's off the bench doing this thing. You've got scoring. All over the place. Gardner can go off for 20. You got good stuff. But then when they go cold, they go colder. 
then the the ice box where Omarion's heart used to be standing butt naked in Alaska during the middle of the winter. I mean, they go ice cold. Your analogies I, are insane, bro. I'm just saying they go extremely cold. So, yeah. I mean, you don't know who you're getting there, but then you look at Clemson and you say they're the second most uh, inconsistent team in terms of best and worst. At best, they beat NC State by 25. At worst, you lose to Louisville. <laughs> So this would be the head-scratching game of the week. I'll tell you you this. Because these teams are actually so inconsistent, no outcome here would be a head-scratcher. Like, literally, no outcome you could present would have me like, what? If Clemson wins by 20, you're like, I mean, hey, Virginia probably had one of their their bad nights. Clemson probably had a good one. If Clemson loses by 20, you're like, I mean, Virginia had a hot night. The pack line defense was working and Clemson was cold. You really and genuinely don't know. This is a a game between two extremely mercurial teams where you want to say, I have a bead on what's going to happen here. But anybody who does, they're a lie and a half. You really genuinely don't know. Our friends at FanDuel have them at minus six for Virginia being the favorite. And I just sit there and say six where? Six good points because it can't can't be. If you you better take Clemson plus six, my guy. If you are a betting person, you would be silly not to. Ain't this the same Virginia that? How much did they beat Louisville by? What five or four? I mean, mm-hmm. barely. What we, yeah. What are we doing here? Like, yeah. <laughs> but definitely put your money down. But if you're going to put your money down, you're going to enjoy the game. We strongly encourage you to have a great snack while you do it. That's why you've got to try Built Bar. But Built Healthy is actually. T- Tasty. There it is. Seriously, they're so delicious. You won't think that they're good for you. Perfect for any sort of get fit type of scheme. Everyone knows I am very transparent about it. I'll try to get right. Always an operation bad chick. I want to make sure that I look healthy and Built Bar helps me do just that. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're all covered in 100% real chocolate. They come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, and coconut almond. You can find them at Walmart. You can find them at Sam's Club. You can find them at your nearest store. Make sure that you get your four bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. All sound delicious. Only 130 calories and four grams of sugar and a whopping 17 grams of protein so make sure you check that out today again those are built bars rocking and rolling with kenton gibbs here we're talking through tuesday night matchups as we mentioned north carolina beat florida state hopes are still kind of alive we'll figure it out as we go now this nc state duke matchup happening on tuesday implications of duke taking that l will not necessarily be good for north carolina if they were to win the game because of where they drop in their rankings and all the things nc state figuring out themselves and all of that fun stuff after dropping getting dropped by 20 plus against clemson duke knows how to win at home nc state needs to catch them on on that road who's going to come out on top when it's all said and done kenton you know, I said yesterday that uh, Duke was probably going to win this game. I don't really have much by way of change here. Um, NC State is running into the problem of their their star, their big score into Quavian Smith is going cold. But not only that, this team is very dependent on iso ball. The problem with iso ball is as you get deeper into the season, a player's bag doesn't get deeper. So what does that mean? The more that teams watch you play, the more that they see these are the moves they like to go to. But not only this is the move they like to go to, 
these are the moves they have success with. These are the moves they struggle with and so on and so forth. So teams are are kind of figuring to Quavion out. That green light that he has is still green despite him having worse efficiency than last year. It's tough to me to say, you know, I trust you to stop Filipowski and Roach and, and Proctor and company and also be able to produce enough offensively to get the job done in Cameron while Terquavian is, is struggling. However, the one thing that I will give him that could give NC State the edge here, it's a lot like a volcano, right? It's set to erupt ever so often. If that volcano goes over the time that in which it's supposed to erupt, it has built up more pressure than it should have, meaning the eruption will be bigger than what it should have been. If Dequavian has an explosion, then we could be looking at something crazy here. But um, I think that in Cameron, senior night, you know, with the way the last senior night went, I think that that uh, Duke finds a way to pull this one out. A hundred percent. I also think, though, I'm excited to see that Filipowski Burns, DJ Burns matchup. It'll be interesting to see how DJ kind of bounced back from that rough go against some of the Clemson bigs and Jarkel Joyner. You know, sometimes he can be a little streaky with his shooting as well. He's going to have to play big on tonight if they're going to have any sort of chance or hopes of winning. And your playmaker, the guys that come off the bench, the ones who are helping you, the ones that aren't necessarily stars are going to have to feel it. But this team is fun. They like to play together. They like to dominate potentially together. What better way to do that than in Cameron? They feed off of that villain narrative. It's almost like Duke of last year where they loved being the villain and going away and dominating all that thing, but they couldn't quite get it figured out at home. So who knows how it's going to go for the boys in red and white. Now we'll have that matchup there. Georgia Tech is Syracuse. You're playing for positioning in the ACC tournament. You know, I gave I gave my three cents about <laughs> Bayheim. Nobody came after me, thank God. <sighs> However... I really feel like Georgia Tech is starting to come on their own. Syracuse is a little mild right now. I'll give the nod, maybe a little upset, quote-unquote upset, to the Yellow Jackets. You know, uh, Pashner has had this team figuring it out lately. He has had this team. These are two teams that I feel like are trending in opposite directions. Uh, But with that being said, whenever he gets late in the season, I don't know what's going on. with. I don't know how he does it. I don't know why he does it. I don't know how he is still doing it after five decades in doing it. <laughs> Bayheim's teams always find ways to steal wins that like, yeah. even years where they, they're going to the NIT, they find ways to steal wins yeah. in, in moments like this where you're like, okay, and beating this Georgia Tech team wouldn't even be that much of a surprise because I believe they're ranked ahead of them uh, in the conference anyway right now. It's just that, again, these are two teams trending in opposite directions. But I think the Bayheim and Gerard and company and, and Edwards, they get it done this game. A thousand percent. All right, let's talk about the next game here on our deck for Tuesday, Boston College and Wake Forest. Now, Wake Forest for me has been a team that I say, you could squeak away and get that automatic bid, right? You could absolutely be the team that figures out how to get the dub. But Boston College knows how to spoil a party. And I certainly see them doing that in this game here, as well as in tournament time. You know, I, everybody talks about the net, the net, the net. What is the net? What are these teams looking at in terms of net? And, man, it's it's such a tough time in the ACC because of games like this, mm-hmm. because of games where there's a team that is supposed to win. But let me ask you this. Do you feel confident about Wake Forest? Mm, not 100%. Only because of how well Quentin Post and Boston College have been playing. And, and is Monsanto, what's going on with his leg? Is it torn ACL? What do we yeah, have? Yeah, he's out. He's okay, out. so he's out. Mm-hmm. 
do you feel confident? Because you said you don't feel 100% confident. How confident would you feel? I feel like Appleby knows how to put a team on his back, but I don't necessarily feel like with Boston College, they're playing at home. It's hard to win in the Joel. That's my only nod and positive towards them. Carr's going to maybe step up, Hildreth. Who knows? Somebody got to. I feel about, I, <laughs> as much as I want to say. 65%. As much as I want to say, oh, yeah, Wake Forest is going to take this thing. They're going to dominate. They're another one of those teams that their, their bubble hopes are slipping away a little bit, slipping away. Y'all got to come on. You got to snatch and grab it, baby. This is the time. And, again, this is not just – this is not a must win. This is a can't lose. You cannot lose this game if you intend on getting to the tournament. You can't do it. So we'll we'll see how this game goes. As much as I want to say Wake Forest is going to roll, I wouldn't be surprised if they do, but yeah, eh, yeah, eh, it's tough. Yeah. Battle at the bottom here, Virginia Tech and Louisville, last game to touch on for Tuesday night. Virginia Tech, you know, a team that I have tried so hard – Hard to love this season, going hard for. Still feel like they could do a little couple upsetty poos, you know, but all in all, they have been sorely disappointing in comparison to what we wanted them to be. Now, Louisville, I don't know what the hell they're going to be, but surely not this. You, nobody saw this coming from Louisville. I'm nobody. I'm going to tell you this. I know. I knew that your partner was jealous of Elko during the football season. I know they got to be jealous of Mutz and company in Blacksburg <laughs> during basketball season. At least with Elko, he gave you reason to believe. He won okay. some money. He did good things. He did all the things. This Virginia Tech team is terrible. Hunter Gator gave me reason to believe. Don't you do that. Don't you terrible. do that. Don't you do that. In, In the words of Charles Barkley, terrible, Kenny. Terrible. Just terrible. This team is terrible. And, and, and yet, and yet, you still hold out faith. This is like the X Files because I want to believe. That's where you're they at. showed they show flashes, Kenton. Let me tell you something. I was told uh, that this by one of my coaches, and I'll never forget it. Potential is the biggest coach killer there is. Mm. Because if you say a team, if you say a player is bad, people can accept you bringing somebody else in, playing somebody over them, whatever the case may be. When you keep talking about potential, 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 potential. Number one, it becomes the coach's problem that they're not good. Yeah. Which obviously, as the coach, from his viewpoint, that's a problem. Number two, you got to play them because everybody's hoping they figure it out, and yet they never will. The potential yeah. does not, more often than not, does not become actualized talent. That's what we're looking at in terms of Virginia Tech. This potential is not becoming actualized wins, and you're still holding on. You're still... I'm part just, of the problem. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. You're, you are. <laughs> You're the problem. You're the problem. All right. All right. But Coach Kitty has four wins on the season. Is he coming back? I, I think that he's <laughs> going to get his fifth. I'm not sure if he's coming back. <laughs> we but, are. But we, I, this, show him, is, this show is on a Kenny Payne watch for sure. I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. Coach Payne, <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you something now. I'm going to tell you something. Let, let us learn him something. Let, let me learn you something. I'm mm -hmm. never with one and done for coaches. But this is Kenny. Kenny, fight major, back. Major pain. Kenny, Head fight up. back. Please. Head up. Please, fight back. Did you pitch the other teams this year? Did you do something? Did you take the, the, the what, what's that guy's name, Tony Baker, grab him and hold him? Did you try that? Do something. <laughs> 
But listen, I mean, boy, that team look as feckless as can be uh, at times. And so, you know, I, I hope you get your fifth win here. I hope that you give yourself a little job security. But, boy, yeah, this is yeah. nasty work. First 20 lost season in that program's history, I believe. Nasty work. Rough, rough for sure. All right, let's end here because we're going to talk a lot about women tomorrow. Getting the full coverage and preparation for the women's tournament starting on Wednesday. Uh, Pitt and Notre Dame will face off again on Wednesday, March 1st. This will be Pitt's final game of the season. If they should do this, they'll win the ACC regular season title. I'm feeling, well, I shouldn't say that, but it's strong possibility. You know, they, they can only but blow it. Feeling good about Pitt's chances here. It's crazy that Pitt is the best team in the ACC, but maybe it's not so crazy. Maybe Cable has had us said, just be patient this whole time. I knew our, I knew Peninsula P was going to come in here. I knew. <laughs> I knew when I said, that we, when the pre-production, when you said we ending this thing with Pitt, I said, watch, if Peninsula P ain't came through already, they're going to come through here. But anyway, thank mm-hmm. you for watching. Thank you, thank you for all the folks out there watching. But I'm going to tell you this. Pitt doesn't blow this game. Pitt doesn't blow this game. Yeah. Too much going on with Notre Dame. What but Notre crazy? Dame, this is your senior night. This is Bray's last game with you. Like, if you could just find, find a W. The last game with you is the problem. Because it was supposed to be his last game, period. And then it became his last game with you. Pitt's got too much star power. Yeah. They've, got, they've got too many ballers. That Pitt team, I think, again, and, and again, I don't want nobody saying I talk bad about them capables. They get the done. They get the job done, okay? They get the job done. Federico, Federico, and Jason and John and Jeff and James and all the Capels. All of them. All of them. You know what I mean? (laughs) Father Capel had many sons, and many sons have Father Capel, okay? And let me tell you that he I know he is he is proud of these boys because they're gonna get it done and they're gonna win themselves a regular season ACC championship in South Bend. Now, regular season, all well and good. Do you see them being a team that can win ACC tournament as well? In a year as crazy and as mad and as as upside down and topsy-turvy as this, yeah. I'm sorry, Peninsula P. I got to let you down. This would be the, the, the most insane thing ever would be to see the team that won the regular season also win the tournament. Therefore, I will say no. Pitt does not get it done. It's going to be more bedlam, more chaos, and somebody who wasn't even going to get a bid probably going to win this thing. So UNC fans, Tony Dow. Your boys might get it done because this is this is the the moment. Uh, Wake Forest fans, your boys might get it done because this feels like that type of season where a team that wasn't going to get in. And also, I'll say this: Clemson, y'all boys, they are outside looking in right now, and they've got a shot to win this tournament. Make a case for everybody, Virginia. If you have them, just play their game. They are a gimme. And that's what's insane to me that I, I don't think the regular season champ is going to be the AC tournament champ because that just, that was be too much like right here. And that's yeah. just not how uh, the men's season has gone. Right. Yeah, it's I not agree. impossible. But if we had, if you had one, okay, let's pick someone who you genuinely think. And then who is your dark horse? All right. So who I genuinely think is going to take this thing home in my heart of hearts, I do believe. I do believe, depending on how this thing shakes out, because there are multiple teams that could get this done. But in my heart of hearts, I do believe that UVA takes it home. I okay. do. Okay. In my heart of heart, if somebody said, "Ken, we got the 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 death being pointed at Earth. Who do you want to to? If you get this wrong, bye bye Earth. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, written yeah. due anyway in a few days. So go ahead, take us all out. I'm okay. All but anyway, <clears throat> um, I would go UVA. Okay. But in terms of my my favorite dark horse, mm-hmm. I still gotta ride with them. And I know y'all gonna hate me for it. I know y'all gonna look at me and say, oh, of course you'd ride with them. It's all about guard play. It's all about taking care of the ball. And the team that has some of the best guard play and takes care of the ball, The one of the best teams at that in this conference is NC State. I got the pack as my dark horse that could win it all. But they're also a team that could lose their first game and be out <laughs> the door immediately. Okay. Now, I, I'm hoping that's the dark horse that I could see that happening for. But mm-hmm. I could also see them out in a game or two flat. So Okay. So the team that I think is capable of figuring it out in a short period of time, with all due respect, they can't handle a long season, but in a pocket of just bursting goodness, I think North Carolina could win this thing. I've seen it with my own two. They have the talent. So, if they so can, the Marshalls got the bead point of earth. You riding with Leaky Black and company. You ride with Armando Baycott. I am. Only because I've the not, the craziness that was of last year, I think they can find a way. There's talent there. Can they just put ego aside? If they can put ego aside for the greater good, they can get the dub. One of them boys is on Netflix. The ego too big. Nah, you know what I mean? I have, you know what? Time out. I definitely watch Otter Banks. I have not seen him yet. I'm looking for him. Maybe he's in episode 10, but you know, whatever. Okay. Anyway, my dark horse. I know you're going to beat me up. I really think that Clemson is going to figure out how to win this thing. I was about to say Virginia Tech, but I didn't want to be crazy. I didn't want to be. That was just too out of the I'm not. I'm not mad at Clemson. I, I, I think, think Clemson is the dark horse. Because of Hunter Tyson, PJ Hall, I think Galloway can figure things out. I think that they'll just sneakily get by teams and they know how to win close. <sighs> Dicey. I'll tell you, Galloway is the X factor for that team. You know oh, what yeah. you're getting from Hall and Tyson. You know what you're getting night in, night out from those two. It's Galloway that determines how good this team is or is not, where they go, because you know what you're going to get from them. You yeah. know what you're going to get. But also, the fact that you said that the dev beam is pointed at the earth, you taking UNC, what did earth do to you? Kenton, on paper, North Carolina is the most talented team. Now, yes, there are so many factors that matter because you have to play well. The chemistry has to be there. You have to have that, put that ego aside. But if you put elbow to elbow, RJ Davis and Caleb Love against talent-wise, I put them up against Jarkel and Turquavia. I would. I, I, but that, I but, and, and hear me out here. I I will tell you this. Again, if you're talking five one-on-one games with mm-hmm. your starters against everybody else's starters, mm-hmm. of course, I'll take them all day long. I'm, I'm not crazy. However, there's a lot of things that go into it. So many things. Outside and X's and O's are huge. And that's why I think Tony Bennett is a smart choice for you. And, and also, when it comes to uh, tournament time, that whistle gets a lot tighter. That shooting two times more than the next leading uh, team in terms of the difference between you and second in free throw attempts, that evaporates. You can't help yourself. You cannot help yourself. I'm being sick. I'm not joking. When you watch tournament games, are they not more physical than regular season games with less calls? Is that not a thing? Oh, 100%. 100%. Are are you saying my boys are charming? Are you trying to say my boys are charming? I'm trying to say that (laughs) – Without uh, without RJ going to the line and, and knocking down 14. 
Did you just go on mute? Did you mute yourself? Oh, I can't hear you, Lord. And maybe that's a sign from the Lord. Maybe, maybe that was a sign from heaven above how your audio went out because we knew that you were about to talk junk about RJ. Either way it goes, we still can't hear you and we got to wrap up this show soon. So I'm going to give you one minute to give your spiel about pals. And once again, I say it's so tough. It's That's the Lord. Y'all saw how he went out talking about our friends here at North Carolina. Hey, crazier things have happened. We hope you guys have a great rest of your weekend. We really, weekend, it's only Monday. Here we go. Monday game, done. Carolina gets the dub. Tuesday games full on deck. What will Virginia and Clemson do? That's the main one right there to watch. We will talk about that as Wednesday. Can Pitt wrap things up? Good to go from there. And then we'll get ready for that ACC tournament for the women. For Candace Cooper and Kenton Gibbs. Until next time.